gentlemen, welcome back. Did I say that? Do you remember that? Do you remember that conversation? I remember the conversation. I don't remember saying that. Okay. Well, let's pretend he did because. <laughs> welcome back, everyone. Welcome back. Welcome back, dumb dumb. Welcome back, dude. Welcome back, yo, dumb dumb. Bienvenidos. Welcome back, señor. My darling lady girl. Welcome back. Welcome back, baby. Welcome back, nerd. Welcome back. This is going to be fun. Welcome back, I'm Mario. Welcome back, I'm Chris. We're two Diablo friends talking about things we like, trauma dumping instead of going to therapy and hoping you'll laugh the pain away with us. As promised, we're back. So pull up a chair and uh, be part of the conversation. Welcome Welcome back, my friend. How's it going? It's going good. It's going good. Nice, nice weekend. Missed Emily a lot. She's at uh, the Taylor Swift concert and uh, she's on her way back now. I think she'll be home uh, like an hour and a half after you and I wrap here. Mm-hmm. I saw some pictures. Seems like she had a really great time. 80,000 people, three sold out shows. And I'm not sure which night she went. She might've been the second one. Cause she went on Saturday mm-hmm. and it was sold out whole stadium. And then outside the stadium, people were saying something like 20,000 people who didn't have mm-hmm. tickets just came and surrounded the, the venue just to hear her from, Inside the venue and just <laughs> yeah, sing yeah. and dance along with it. Class Crazy. warfare. <laughs> <laughs> True. Did you see the TikTok about her uh, yelling at a, a security guard? I did. I did. Emily Crazy. was telling me about it. Um, she's saying when she got home from the, the concert, she got to her sister's house. We were talking. She said that she couldn't wait to get on Twitter and find out what the heck happened. Yeah. 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 It was crazy. <laughs> well, um, Two weeks ago, we put out one of my favorite episodes ever. When people ask, like, what's your favorite episode? Usually, I'm going back to, like, earlier episodes when we were when the content, the, um, the topics were really defined. Because those are the ones that stuck with my brain. The whole time we talked about love, the one we talked about college, mm-hmm. like, those are really great episodes. I will look back at 85 and say that was one of my favorite episodes. I found it to be very fun. Because of the cube? The cube food? Yeah. Yeah. The cube yeah. rule. <laughs> Of food identification. Did you come across any food this week and, and think about identifying it as a ravioli, etc.? Um, I was explaining a lot of the different forms to M, and she just kind of told me that we're stupid. <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> yeah. Somebody doesn't know the rules of improv. I mean, like, I, I pulled uh, my pizza out of the oven. And I was like, look at this toast. And she, like, she slapped it onto the floor and, and spit on it. <laughs> oh. <laughs> That's how it felt. Yeah. That's how how it felt. Really, she was probably like, huh? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, yeah. I felt like I talked to a bunch of people that that had already listened and, like, made comments about it. It was so funny. Mm -hmm. Um, On on Thursday night, I went out for wings with me, Sam, and Zach and Abby. And uh, for salads. We had delicious raviolis because they were uh, boneless wings because they were breaded. (laughs) <laughs> oh okay yeah yeah <laughs> so good i think about it so much i think it's amazing Jeez, i think i'm, like I'm enraptured your mind yeah it really has and i think I'll, I'll think about it a lot in the future too i think although i am changing from rice i was calling it lots of toasts i think i'm gonna go nachos just to be safe even when you're having plain white rice you're putting 
some type of seasoning on it, it whether it's soy sauce or something yeah. else. So there's yeah. usually other stuff. Yeah, macaroni and cheese is another good uh, nachos example. Yep. So let's just do the cube thing again. <laughs> <laughs> I, I love it. It's my favorite. Um, oh man, yeah. We did see each other this past week. That's exciting. That doesn't happen very often. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'll have you know that after I got home and once I got everything all settled in, the cat's away, I slept for 12 hours. Yikes. Why? Yeah. Well, I did the math. And it turns out that um, when I woke up at 5 a.m. and then oh. I went to work and then I uh, came home, rushed around, fed the cats, went to your party. And then when I came home, I like stayed up a little extra so that way I could make sure like, cause I could either go to sleep and set an alarm to wake up and feed the cats so that they're on like a semi schedule. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, I didn't, I just stayed up for it. And then after I fed him, I went to sleep. And so that was 22 hours of being awake, um, <laughs> which isn't my record or anything, but it was a long time on probably yeah. only five hours of sleep. And so I was, I was out like Yikes. a light. I bet. Well, that's impressive. I appreciate the sacrifice that you made to be at my party. Yeah, I woke up with half an hour to get to my brother's birthday party. <laughs> <laughs> wow, you had a crazy weekend then. <laughs> yeah. But tell, tell uh, the listeners who... Okay, so we kind of know the numbers of how many people listen. And there was not that many people at this party. You guys you guys didn't come through like uh, we invited that's you true. to. So that's pretty rude. It's pretty rude. If you listen to this and you didn't come to the party, you're part of the problem. It's so true. Um, Sam told Ben the times of the party, and he said, I was invited via the podcast, but thank you for the specific times. (laughs) 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 So I may not have told people what time to show up, but, you know, that's fine. (laughs) It was awesome. Um, My only complaint, well, two complaints. (laughs) I shouldn't have so many complaints, but they're not going to sound like complaints. One is that it was over too fast and it felt like I had anticipated it too hard. And then it was just gone in a matter of hours. Um, And my other complaint was that I couldn't talk to everybody at the same time. Like, like I was talking to somebody and I felt like I was jealous that you were talking to my friend, Jonathan. And I was like, well, I want to talk to all of you at once. And so that was, that was annoying. But uh, watching you guys interact is so fun. My friends being friends is my favorite. Dude, what a nice compound uh, your guys' family has. True. Yeah. So I'm like torn. Do I go there or do I go to Zach's house in case of like the apocalypse? <laughs> Zach's a little bit more like recluse, but like I feel like there's a, yeah. a bigger chance of like a wild card survivalist enemy group popping up. Oh, where like in yeah. where like your your family's place is kind of like uh like it would be part of a larger community through like trading maybe. Hmm. Hmm. <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> and there's a church right I, up on the hill. That'd be nice. I wish there was a pool open. I would. I would have definitely would have jumped in. I know. Even though it would have been yeah. ice, it would have been ice cold. But I still would have done it. Quite cold, and and I think the pool in its current form would have melted your skin off. That's the problem. <laughs> yeah, that's how I've been told. <laughs> <laughs> so, but I had an amazing time. We watched Muppet Treasure Island. Many people were watching Muppet Treasure Island for the first time ever. And um, that was my first time. I've never seen anything Muppets before. Yeah, Anything. I mean, the Muppets are fine. I'm not like a Muppets guy. I'm a Muppet Treasure Island guy, to be completely clear. Um, but I do wonder what it's like seeing that movie for the first time 
with me singing it the whole time and like quoting all the lines and stuff. I wonder how that impacts the experience. I was, if it wasn't your birthday, I would have asked you a lot more questions, but I was like, this is the one time of year he, he, uh, watches it. So I didn't want to interrupt you yeah. while you were enjoying it. <laughs> yeah. There was a couple times where I was pretty close to like saying, all right, Mario, your jokes are really good, but we need to take a break so I can watch this movie. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but had a great time. And yeah. huge shout out to my wife because she invited everybody that I, you know, lots of people that I care about and she put it all together and well, not, I mean, the whole team, Abby helped cook and her mom helped and there was a lot of people that went into it, but uh, she was definitely the brains behind the operation. So I'm very thankful. And now you're 30. True. How you feel? You feel free? I don't you feel, feel anxiety. I don't feel anything. Not a thing? No. That sounds like a 30-year-old. Don't, don't feel anything anymore. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> I was talking to somebody at the party who said, like, who asked me that same question. And they were like, yeah, I kind of had a bit of a breakdown when I turned 30. <laughs> but, I mean, I just don't – I don't know. I often say that I love getting old, except for what it does to my body. You know, I love being older. Mm-hmm. I, and I think a part of it is, like, I haven't stopped having fun. I think – I honestly think a lot of people stop having fun. And um, I have not done that. And it's because you guys haven't had kids yet. Did you, yeah, is, were you the one that said that when I said that last time? <laughs> I yeah. couldn't remember who it was. Yeah. No, I think that is probably a part of it. Um, although, you know, you just have to change the kinds of fun you have. But uh, yeah. Yeah. I just didn't get all serious and, and boring when I, as I got older. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think that made a difference for me. I think Minecraft and Fortnite and video games in general helps keep you young. Sure. Yeah, Help and you just feel like, that inner child. Yeah, yeah, just like choosing to go out with your friends. Like I, I don't know, like grownups don't do that as much. Most uh, most is a strong word because I don't have any research in front of me, but <laughs> like lots. Yeah. Statistically speaking, most adult males don't have friends. Like there's a friendship crisis in yeah. in the United States, and I don't know if you heard about this. Like, um, <laughs> have you seen this TikToks about the guy who's like doing a podcast? He's like, you mind if I blow your mind here real quick? Have you seen that? These tech talks? And then he says something uh, really maybe. ridiculous. He's got a producer named Chris. He said, Chris is walking out of the room right now because we've argued about this all day. And then he says something ridiculous. Have you seen this? Uh-uh. I don't <laughs> Never think mind. you sent it to me. <laughs> <laughs> I get it all the time. Anyway, um, there was this research study that's been on happiness that has, um, I think it's 100 years old. And it was like a class. If I'm not mistaken, it was a class from Harvard that they studied for like ever. And kind of tracked their happiness and saw like what, um, what goes into making people happy. And friendship mm-hmm. was like huge on the list, like having people engaging in community, and which is intuitive, but it is good to see that research backs that up. That's just a fact. Yeah, who'd have thought having friends is a, is a good thing? Go figure. Yeah, <laughs> that's true. So, so um, what was your party like on Saturday? Your second party? Uh, well, I. Do this thing where I never prepare for anything at all. And uh-huh. so um, I didn't have a gift or anything for. I didn't have a gift or anything for you either. The <laughs> you gift are of friendship. Gift. Your yeah. presence is a gift. Yeah, my presence was the present. Um, but no, for Matt, I was going to get him like 20 bucks out or something. Um, but on the way to his house, there's like this. Um, uh, can, you, can you bleep it? 
so they don't know sure. where it is. Yeah. Uh, uh, have you ever been to it? Uh, I don't think so. It's on the road where its name comes from, but it it's just this like giant uh, like knickknack store almost in a way. They have they sell like Amish furniture at one end. They have like uh, garden stuff in the other end, but then it's just like full of shelves of random crap. And they had a section, and so I had this thought as I was driving to the party, and then I immediately had to call my dad to see if I was allowed to capitalize on this thought. I bought Matt <laughs> a knife. Okay. His, fir- his first ever knife, it turns out. He's never had a knife before. And wow. I had the thought, and I was like, I could get yelled at if if Dad and Carrie don't want him to have a knife. Uh-huh. So I should I should run this by him. And so I called my dad. didn't call Carrie because I feel like my dad growing up in one of the more rural parts of this area uh-huh. probably had a knife when he was like seven. Sure, yeah. I think, he, I think my asking him if I could get him a knife probably threw him off. They're like, oh, crap. Yeah, I, n- I never bought Matt one. I should have <laughs> got him one already. Yeah, yeah. Um. So I got him this real nice uh, Rough Rider knife. It says something about Roosevelt on the side and um, of the box. But the knife itself has like a cowboy and a lasso on a horse nice. wrangling a buffalo at the other end of the knife. Very and cool. So, so I got that for him and showed him how it worked. And, and we were hanging out and good food. It was a cookout. And every party, when it's warm, at some point turns into beach volleyball. Okay. Like volleyball with a with a beach ball. Sure. Um and so this time we're going and we're kind of sucking, not gonna lie, my team. And the score was just so bad uh that Carrie decided that we're just gonna do we're just gonna start the score over and first to three. And I said first to three win by two, because I wanted like a chance just in case I was falling behind. And so then we <laughs> so we're playing the game and it, we're we're all playing it a lot more competitive now. And it's uh, four serving three, which meant it'd be game point for us if we scored. And the ball was set up perfectly. And I was in volleyball in, in high school. Mm-hmm. And I don't think I've ever made a connect in my like my high school career as tightly as I made the connect on this beach ball. And I spiked it down so hard. And I was ready for that thing just to smack the grass and go up into the sky. And it hit. <laughs> carry right in the face oh no it went it went ping, <laughs> like you could hear it slap <laughs> off her head and i felt horrible immediately yeah um but also was like containing my laughter because it is like yeah. if it hit my dad i would have been peeing my pants yeah if yeah, i, yeah. I would have cracked my dad with it the way well, it's a beach her. ball right i mean like you can yeah <laughs> yeah 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 she was probably fine i i i I felt horrible about it but i know yeah. for a fact that looking back that it probably didn't feel like anything it might have stung briefly yeah, that's awesome. But uh, that was pretty funny. And then, yeah, just ate, hung out, some family time, and then came right back home. Good. I actually, I have been to that place, by the way, <clears throat> and I got some cool plants there. They have really good plants. Oh, that's the other thing I bought while I was there. I bought Carrie some uh, flowers for Mother's Day. Nice. They got some good stuff at good prices. Mm-hmm. I have some around my house. I bought, um, actually, Sam's mom got me Venus flytraps for my birthday. From it's there? Like, no, no, unrelated. Uh, 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 okay. <laughs> Mo- moving forward, moving forward. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was on my um, on my list. Like I have a list. I'm not. I don't want to just buy a every list? plant that I want. Yeah, I have mm-hmm. a list of plants that I want, like special plants. And uh, Venus five traps was one. So I'm hoping I can keep them alive because they're very cool. A carnivorous plant, <laughs> amazing, <laughs> amazing. Okay, this might be like uh, 
like something we're gonna say in the old folks home one day but like do you remember the vine yeah yeah he's like he's like that's it i'm tired of the sunlight i want meat <laughs> he's like what <laughs> what are you doing get over here <laughs> yeah they're very very cool yeah. um how about for mother's day do you need to do anything special on mother's day um no okay <laughs> just show it just show it out around the house um my mom had plans with her husband and they went and saw his mom and like his siblings. So they were, yeah. she was busy most of the day. Mm-hmm. Uh, but later in the day I swung through Andrew bought her flowers. So I bought her like, like uh, instead of buying flowers, I bought her snacks. So like, I know her favorite. Cool. Yeah. She loves, she loves her. She's milk chocolate. So I got her a, a bag of the snack ones and then a, a big singular one. Mm-hmm. And I bought her like a case of Pepsi's. Cause I was like, I was like, all right, Andrew's got the plants covered. I'm going to get you, like, your favorite things. And I got her a nice card and all that. That's awesome. Good. So I swung, swung through. got to hang out with her for a little bit. It was more just like a stop-by visit because she, she had already had a long day. Mm, sure. That about rounded it out. Yeah. Yeah, we did, um, like, a picnic for Sam's mom. And um, and there was, you know, aunts and uncles and grandmas. And it was, like, a whole shebang. And mm-hmm. um. So she made like Sam made all well Sam and some of her siblings made all the like side dishes, and uh, and I had to play my part too. So I had to watch the dog and Daisy and I watched TV and took a nap together. So we all worked really hard to get ready. Uh, um, if you don't mind me asking, how's how's the last few Mother's Days been since your your mom passed mm-hmm. away? Yeah, um, it's not. I mean, it's. Uh, I have mourned and grieved, and so, like, the sadness is over. It's mm-hmm. like, you know, we tell stories, and we had uh, celery with cream cheese on it at the together because it, it was just a thing my mom did all the time. <laughs> mm-hmm. So we, like, you know, remembered her in, in our own way. Actually, in my message on Sunday morning, I um, I didn't, like, preach on motherhood or anything, but there was, like, a connection to motherhood. And I have never had a group more in the palm of my hands than when I was telling stories about my mom. (laughs) Like they were so encapsulated by the stories about my mom. It was really touching, but, uh, I mean, it didn't help that I started crying for a second. (laughs) So that makes people feel bad. Not like out of sadness, but you know, it's just like a, you know, a tender thing, but, um, Yeah. yeah. And then we did, um, we gave like coffee mugs out to all the women in the church and, um, yeah. and then afterwards they had somebody in the church had gotten me cake and ice cream cause my birthday was so close. <laughs> and so, and so I felt like all the people that came for cake and ice cream on mother's day, I was like, wow, you guys, you must love me. So that was really nice. Yeah, that is nice. That is nice. But, I think yeah. I've, I've decided that I'm just going to die before my parents. Okay. So I don't, so I don't have to experience that. Yeah. I do like a blaze of glory thing. Yeah, it's definitely yeah. easier. Yeah. Maybe they could just like, maybe I can die of old age but they could just somehow be older still because like oh. once you're up once you're up really far right yeah it's not that big of a gap my dad was 30 when he had me something like when i'm 70 70 is a good time to pass away uh-huh he could be he just happens he just happens to be 100 sure That's my mom's my mom's age is a little closer to mine i think i think she's like two years younger than my dad maybe mm-hmm. that's not a lot that's not that much closer <laughs> <laughs> no <laughs> No, not at all. Well, um, I know I told you that I had lots of content for this episode, but we are 
quickly moving through it. So <laughs> feel free to derail at any moment. Um, Perfect. I love derailing. When? So why did you quit? So okay. So I have some opinions on Be Real. Okay. But first of all, what happened? Why'd you quit? Be real. It's the best social media app I've ever used. Uh, one, it's not that good of a social media app. And I got tired <laughs> of just only seeing your family <laughs> and like no one else I know. So I had no incentive to keep being on be real. And also I'm on every social media already and I'm bad at half of them already. So like yeah. I'm in a trimming phase. I have threatened to delete my Facebook a couple times, but Emily says I have to keep it because of the, all the like the pictures and stuff that we have on there, she doesn't want to lose them. But I could download those things, or I could just yeah. delete the app and not use my Facebook. So like, mm-hmm. in memoriam, the profile sure. formerly known as Mario would still exist, I guess. Sure. But also, Facebook is like a login for a lot of things. Yeah, that's annoying. I hate like they they figured it out how to keep people connected. I did that at first when it like first became a thing, and yeah. then and then. I quickly realized that was a mistake and, and went back to using Google. <laughs> yeah. The, um, my Instagram, I barely use Twitter. I barely use, there was like a slight uptick. Ooh, speaking of which, okay. So this is a callback to several episodes ago where we we're talking about the death of Twitter. And you said, <laughs> You said, it doesn't seem like it's dying. It's actually got, like, more users now active than it ever has before. Did I say that? Do you remember that, you remember that conversation? I remember the conversation. I don't remember saying that. Okay. Well, let's pretend you did. Because <laughs> someone had a, someone described it to me, yeah, it seemed like Twitter was really on the up and up, and a lot of people were on the platform. It's because everyone got on who hasn't been on. Everyone got on to say that they're not that they're not going to use Twitter anymore. So like that was like a false uptick feel because like people who don't use Twitter got on Twitter onto their Twitters to say, "Hey, I'm not on this anymore." And then two, a lot of people got on Twitter just to see what would happen. Like they wanted to watch the fall. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So like it's not like they were there to experience Twitter. They're just there to experience the moment of Twitter. Sure, sure. And we are months later, and Twitter is yeah. fine, um, <laughs> more or less. Finally got a new CEO. Yeah, I saw that. Um, I saw Elon Musk posted a poll, which is tough because it's just going to be people that follow him or or largely going to be people that follow him. Mm-hmm. Um, however, he is in the top 10 of most followed people on Twitter. So that makes it a little better. Anyway, there was like, has your feed gotten better, gotten worse or stayed the same? And it was about half and half between gotten better or gotten worse and stayed the same i voted stayed the same because for, yeah. I, I don't know for me it feels like twitter has not been impacted at all except yeah. the check marks are getting weird that's like the only difference yeah. i've seen uh yeah, now, now if twitter you have a check mark you're a loser you used to be a celebrity right. if you had a check mark now you're just like yeah you get made of relentlessly if you have a blue check mark now yeah i heard um uh pantsuit politics was talking about it and they were like yeah he turned something that was basically invaluable something you couldn't pay for into yeah. something you're embarrassed to have <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah exactly that's so like funny. like he has multiple types of check marks now too because uh-huh yeah like clearly it's stupid to make your verified thing a paid subscription thing now because okay are you the real one or are you someone who has eight bucks so now there's like there's like a yellow check mark I've seen for like legacy accounts now still. Yeah. And like they did a thing where they like double check marked for a little bit and now it's gone. <laughs> 
And I think that, like, yeah, Twitter does seem pretty much the same. But that's not a good thing. Because Twitter was year over year getting fewer and fewer people on it. So Elon basically memed his way into owning a dying company. <laughs> I mean... It's a yeah. slowly... It's not, it's not like, sure. going to happen overnight. We're going to, like www.twitter.com and it's like not found or like yeah, forgot the yeah. pay bill you know mm-hmm. it's just gonna slowly slowly either stay eventually it'll either just like kind of level off and this is the level of which people who are just gonna stick with twitter or it's just gonna be a slow ride into obscurity my sure. space is still a website sure i i mean i don't he paid way too much for it everybody like that's kind of a matter of fact yeah. Um, but wow. A matter of fact, I never considered that phrase, you know, as a matter of fact, this, this, and this, but like, it's, it's a matter of fact, you know, like the matter that fact is matter. You can touch it. Uh, no, uh, tangible. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Sure. That matter. Yeah. Um, however, fact, fact lives matter. Uh, uh, okay. Okay. Um, I get annoyed by the, like, Elon Musk haters, which you're, you know, welcome to hate him, but you know, to like, to say he destroyed Twitter is like, I, I mean, <laughs> maybe he didn't save it. Maybe he paid more too much for it. But, he made it more exciting. Know. Oh, that's for darn sure. <laughs> he, he, made, he made, he made the death of Twitter more exciting. <laughs> At least for a, a month or whatever. But yeah. I mean, I, I'm using Twitter as much as I have been, so I won't, I'm not going anywhere anytime soon. What are we, 27 minutes in? Dead grandpa time. It's like when I thought oh. my pap was going to die, and then he stuck around for a couple more years. That's what Twitter's yeah. like. Yeah, it's like, yeah, we all yeah. thought this was the moment. He's making his phone calls. Nope. Yeah. Tequila and freaking pizza. Sure. sure, sure. The bell will toll for Twitter one of these days. Yeah. So, Be Real has a new feature, because they want, and, and this is my gripe, and it's not really a fair gripe. <laughs> My gripe is that Be Real is trying to get me to use it more. That's like all of the social media's things. How? How? Through what? Well, that's what every social media does, right? Every feature they add is they want you to open it more often, interact more often. They want you to use it more. So what yeah. Be Real did was if you post, you know, like it's it's on time if you post in within two minutes of the notification. Uh-huh. Now, if you post on time, you can post two more times that day. So like if you're oh, late, because a lot of people one. are waiting. Like, yeah. so mm-hmm. if you are an active user on be real and you're going to that sold out 80,000 people show for Taylor Swift right. and you got pretty good seats, you're going to, you don't care that the time went off. You're going to wait till you're sure at the front row where your seat is and freaking snap a picture rate of freaking Taylor Swift's ankle. Yeah. Yeah. Which some people would say it would be, that's be fake. Um, I didn't really have <laughs> much a complaint with that. I was doing that occasionally <laughs> because I'm the one who has to look through my memories yeah. at the end of the year. And so I want to see the exciting parts of my days. Um, so but now yeah, if you do it for real, yeah. you can do the, ta- you can do two you Taylor do Swift ones. Sure. Right. Exactly. And I like it. I think it's a good feature and it is working. I am using it more, mm-hmm. but I don't like being manipulated like that. <laughs> yeah, I don't like I really that they're d- doing the social media thing that they all do. I really disliked when um, TikTok added "Be Real," essentially. Yeah, right. Really annoying. Um, though I am more likely to use that than I am to actually go to Be Real. Yeah. 
So I just don't use both. <laughs> yeah, I would say that there is just a user shortage on Be Real, but I, yeah. I've you know said before I don't want too many people on there. I wouldn't follow as many people as I do on Instagram. I, all I want yeah. is people who, and I've deleted some people. <laughs> like there are some people that I've added that I was like, oh, it turns out I don't care what you're up to on a daily basis, and I've yeah. deleted them. Actually, I feel like like Instagram would be the way to go because I I would love to see what a celebrity's doing right then and there. But then also, like, if they're out and about, they are immediately doxing themselves. Mm-hmm. Immediately. every Like, if if you're a movie star and you're at Starbucks waiting for your order and you got yeah. your mask on, you got your hat, your glasses on, you throw out Be Real, someone be like, oh, out that window, that's, that's where I work. And then, True. boom, now everyone knows that Macaulay Culkin is in Boston. Yeah, he's the irrelevant Culkin these days. Who's the other Culkin? Uh, is it Kieran? Yeah. No he's idea who that is. That's I've why never he's, seen it. That's is that the one the... that you said it's like uh, sad um, Arrested <laughs> Development? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Great show. Um, where are we going? <laughs> uh, no, you told me to fill up some time and I could really derail it. So that's what no, you're I'm good. Run away. <laughs> you're doing great. I think you should use be real i think all of my friends should use be real I, I don't remember if jake i think jake did have a be real but i don't see him on there very often but i, might yeah, be I think he's out of it too guys it's we just, great we should just abandon it do the tiktok be real just nobody's just everyone, doing i mean not everyone's people aren't doing good, that we could we could be the three ones to do it you me and jake being real on tiktok be to- <laughs> we're talked out of our minds no no and and the fact is that I'm cool. And <laughs> no, it's a matter of fact. Okay. <laughs> Don't laugh. Um, I was just waiting for more of the sentence. <laughs> most of the young people in my life, okay, Zach and Abby and Caleb, yeah. they love Be Real too. That's and really they cool. get, and they have like a lot of their friends use it too. So like they have, Dang, they have lots like, of reactions to You're king to of the 14 year olds. It's awesome. <laughs> no wait that's not what i want <laughs> i mean that my preferences are in alignment with theirs because i'm cool my taste is the same because i'm gotcha. cool yeah if there was any question as to whether i'm cool or not i am good good for you hey you know how it's weird when you when you find out someone was born after 9-11 happened yeah that's going to happen again with COVID. That's true. There's going to be people who did not have the great miss that one stoppage. What are we calling? What are we the calling the COVID lockdown? era? Yeah, the shutdown. Um, the the so endurning. <laughs> <laughs> now we aren't like. I guess this is something that uh, our like the last generation did too, right? Like. Did they think, oh, it's weird you were born after the Great Depression? Oh, kind of weird. You were you were born after World War II. You didn't even see that happen. Yeah, you were born after Pearl Harbor. Wow. That's crazy. Were, th- were they just, like, too busy in the mines to notice? Uh, yeah, they definitely weren't, like, connected or anything because the internet was created by Al Gore, right? So, right. Like, so, it was more just, like, my kids. That was, like, the only people I knew. Yeah. Or could talk to. Yeah, man, and you wouldn't be surprised so if they were born after it because it'd be like, it'd be yeah. like, yeah, you I birthed me. Yeah, <laughs> right. 
Yeah. You and a wet nurse birthed me in the family bathtub. <laughs> yeah. Well, I don't know what a wet nurse is. Oh, can we do conspiracies or is that bad? Conspiracy or, corner. Um, they call me Chrissy Conspiracy. Lay okay. it on me, babe. Okay. I'm not sure how I feel about this one. So don't, don't tweet me about this. But <laughs> during 9-11, there was four planes. Two hit the towers, oh, one hit yes. the Pentagon, one was on its way to the White House, and the passengers overcome the terrorists, and they crashed a the plane. Flight 93. Right? Yeah. Yep. Okay. This is a conspiracy right that I've, I worked like 10 one. minutes from there. That was a horrific day for America. Oh my gosh, you're hedging. And America needed a win. And so the conspiracy I heard and we might have to black all this out, is that <laughs> Flight 93, the crew, the, 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 the people on board didn't crash the plane. They didn't fight back. It was uh-huh. going to hit the White House. And we, i.e. The, the military, uh-huh. the military we, the government we, shot down the plane. Ah. And, so, and and so like rather than be like oh yeah well we we had to kill all of our citizens on that plane to make sure they didn't hit the white house yikes they they put forth this theory that the people yeah. rose up against the terrorists have you heard that before no i have never heard that before i feel like a lot of pennsylvanians and i'm i don't i don't believe it it's no. just something i've i've heard but i feel like a lot of pennsylvanians would probably be like upset to hear that theory because like we have a giant memorial there, mm-hmm. yeah, um, and it is one of the only like shining to get like early shining together moments that happened in it in this mm-hmm. horrific thing that happened. Yeah, they like made a movie out of that, didn't they? But I feel like that that theory I put out there is something that only like came up recently. Like you, I've everyone's heard Jet Fuel can't melt steel beams inside right, job. Right. Everyone's heard that before, but this is something I feel like either it's just never was been on my radar, or something that is ex- like a brand new. Someone just decided to come up with a conspiracy. Have you heard yeah. that before? I have not. I I doubt that it's new, but maybe. I mean, I haven't heard it though. But you've definitely heard inside job. You've definitely yeah, heard sure, sure. Bush did nine eleven. Like that, there was bombs at the bottom of the. Yeah. Yeah, like everyone's everyone's heard all of those things, but it's just weird that something so old seems, at least from my point of view, to have a new twist on the conspiracies. Yeah, unless the cover-up job was just so so good. Yeah, I feel like an inside job. I feel like it's impossible. I feel like conspiracies can't happen after X amount of people. You know, like sure. the number right. of people who have to be in on something, the more there are, the less likely it is to be contained. Yeah, no, that's definitely true. Also, that it was it was Bigfoot. He threw a rock. Oh, he, is that that's right? the other theory? Yeah, he, uh, he he knew he knew that I was going for the White House, and America needed to win that day, so he threw a boulder. Mm-hmm. Hit ninety-three. <laughs> I saw you're wearing a Bigfoot T-shirt um, at your party. Ah, uh, yes. Is there any is there any development on this on the on the SAS watch? Oh. I mean, you could have gone like Sasquatch. <laughs> you could even put all the letters there if you want. The Sasquatch. Yeah. Yeah. 
<laughs> in my personal Sasquatch. Yeah, yeah, because I know you're a, a Bigfoot guy, you know, Bigfoot fetish, if you will. Mm-hmm. I'm comfortable being a Bigfoot guy. Okay. I don't want people to think that I believe in Bigfoot. Okay. Do you see the nuance there? <laughs> no. I'm like, going to need more. Like, I like being a guy that, like, knows lots of Bigfoot stories and 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 conspiracy and, like, we'll talk about Bigfoot whenever. I don't believe in Bigfoot. Like, I wouldn't say I believe in Bigfoot, you know? I wouldn't say I don't believe in Bigfoot either. Okay. <laughs> okay. There you have it. You believe in aliens, Chris? Um, if I'm relegated to a yes and no, I don't know. <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> okay. If now, I, how does that relate to the Bible? Oh, I have an answer for that. Oh, you do? All right. Look at that. Boom. That's here. Problem is, I've never heard anyone say it before, which means it's probably wrong. But uh, um, I think that's a generally a good rule. Definitely not 100% true, but generally that's a good rule, especially when we're talking about enough- Bible study. They don't have enough faith to say it, Chris. <laughs> um, so my perception is, um, you know, j- to follow Jesus means that you believe a guy was born in Galilee, was crucified in Jerusalem, and then came back to life. Uh-huh. How far do you live from Jerusalem? So far. So far. At the time, basically a different galaxy. You see okay. where I'm going? Yeah, yeah. So what I'm saying is me living in America and believing in the Jesus of Israel uh-huh. might not be that different than some sort of life form in another galaxy believing in the Jesus of Earth. So they're ju- if there are aliens, they're just unsaved Gentiles waiting to receive the yeah. message? They're an unreached people group. I mean, maybe they're reached. That would, if they had some sort of technology to get a hold of our uh, history and/or scripture. But yeah, or they are um, not the same as humans. Not made in the image of God. More like a you know animal that is different than humans. It's pretty bigoted. <laughs> Bunch of animals. Uh yeah, <laughs> maybe. <laughs> I wonder if. If the, what's the phrase? If the Lord tarries? Yeah. If the Lord tarries long enough, could we, get to a, could we get to a point where the intelligent species that are on this planet, like dolphins or orangutans, get some <laughs> semblance of of uh, set, sentience? So, like, obviously not as uh, wild as Lord of the Rings or... Um, the mm-hmm. Elder Scrolls, where there's there's multiple races of humanoids, right, right. but I, I wonder if that's like if that is something that could happen down the line, like Bunny on TikTok, the one that always presses the buttons to talk to their owner. Like if yeah, we yeah, get yeah. to the point where like a self aware animal, to the point of like you're working like your first job at McDonald's, you're you're stuffing fries and a in a a derivative of orangutan or flipping burgers. Is that thing savable <laughs> or because right. of its different route or 
or let's say not being created in the image. Right. Would it be a waste of time to evangelize right. those non-human things? Right. Um, and then a thousand years after that, is that a bigoted stance to hold? Yeah. Yes. Right. Uh, Cause I was thinking about that as we were just discussing, like if they're from far away, we are, people will just use intelligence as <laughs> whether they are, you know, created in God's image or not. And that's just not the same thing. Oct- octopi are very, very intelligent. Yeah. Dolphins are really intelligent. Um, so what w- would probably happen is, well, I don't know if we're talking about just straight up, they get smarter. Like they, you know, do some sort of evolution to be more intelligent. If you're, if an orangutan who is still a hundred percent orangutan is flipping burgers, I don't know. But if we start putting human, if we start mixing DNA or, oh, you know, so like if we start doing active, that, like make yeah. them the image of us, an image yes. of an image, if you will, then you will have many people saying that is of the devil and we should probably kill them. We should probably genocide them. Jeez. And, an, and another group of people <laughs> saying, I'm not in that one. <laughs> no, we, we made them already. So they are human and we need to, you know, give them handout Bibles. <laughs> or there's a third category. Oh yeah. Sure. Yeah. yeah, yeah. No, no, they're not. They're not savable, but also yeah. don't genocide. them. <laughs> well, if I know one thing about American politics, there are only two sides. <laughs> Jeez. Oh man, I'm not gonna say the results, but I was happy with the with the results of uh uh is Zach Sam's brother or your brother? Sam's brother. <laughs> I was excited about his results on I side with. We gotta do okay, we got oh, like nice. a year before like I think campaigning is just through the roof and everyone's announced. So we do gotta slap out a are you are you gonna do the I side with with me for the pod? Yeah, sure. Because you're gonna be I guess we could black out some things you're uncomfortable with, but there's a lot of stances on there that you'd be putting your foot down. This is what I believe about this subject. Yeah. I mean, I can't think of anything that I'd be uncomfortable talking about. Like, are you going to be comfortable talking about your, yeah, see, wait, 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 on- wait, 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 <laughs> don't guess. <laughs> we can talk about that. If something comes up, maybe, <laughs> But we don't. We can we we can get as specific as we want. (laughs) Is what I mean. Like I'm not. I'm fine sharing my end result, even if it you know would be surprising to some people. Which it certainly would be surprising to some people because half of the people I've interacted with think I'm a lib, and the other think I'm a deplorable. So, jeez, we're talking about the same party. I don't know. I'll take I'll take that one out. <laughs> We're talking about this at your birthday party about how I've been radicalized. Yes, it fe- it feels like I've been radicalized. Yeah, you have. But I got radicalized in the direction that's safe. Oh <laughs> I, feel, I, I feel like well here, here okay think about someone who's a radical liberal. Just just imagine that person in your head. Oh, they're always <laughs> talking about wanting to treat everyone equally. <laughs> At at Man. worst, at worst, what you could say about a radical liberal is that they think that abortion should just anyone should be allowed to abort at any point, at any time, no matter the reason, even years after having the kid. <laughs> <laughs> right? Like that's that's like the one thing, and then everything else is like, oh, they just want everyone to be able to eat and have. They think, like, oh, okay, no matter what, even if they're not doing any work, they don't. They think that it, these bums who don't work should be able to have a warm place to sleep. 
That's like the that's my image of what someone says about the radical right leftist, right? Yeah. Give give me your give image. Me, okay, what's your image of someone who's radically left? Uh, I'm not sure that that's helpful. But Great. um <laughs> so now so now moving on. <laughs> because I know that it makes you uncomfortable to take a side outright and say it, I think to an extent because you don't want to alienate because you don't want to make anyone uncomfortable. And I love making people uncomfortable. But I now, I I don't give half baked. I don't give anything half baked. So like okay. I'm not going to take a stand until I'm firmly standing okay. i'm comfortable you know telling people what i believe yeah for the most part you know maybe not in a public yeah. not every stance in a public forum but uh-huh. sorry i didn't mean to interrupt but i do want to clarify <laughs> okay and then when i think of the stereotypical radical like if i was radicalized to the right sure if i was radicalized to the left then i think trans people should play in sports of their side choosing if i'm radicalized to the right i think they should be put in camps to learn to love the body parts they have. Wow. The, you see, you see the, the issue. They're not the same. Radical left is not the same as radical yeah. right. If I, I was, if I, I was radicalized to the right, <laughs> best case scenario, getting radicalized to the right. And now this, <laughs> the right is not radical, right? Right. Radical, right. Means that I like, I'm super into being white. Yeah, okay. <laughs> if you will. <laughs> if if you will. But like a, so a radical right-wing person is super into their their race in an unhealthy way and then a radical left person is just like obnoxiously trying to make space for people who who aren't white. <laughs> yeah. Maybe I'm biased in this, but I feel like I'm happy that my radicalization was to to the side I am ending up on, which seems to be le- more left every day. Yeah. So you're saying, I really agree with the politics I believe in. No, no. <laughs> I'm saying that if I walked into a room and said that I've been radicalized by my politics, there'd be everyone kind of holding their breath, waiting to find out which side of that coin I landed on. I, I think, yeah, because the right thinks that the radical left is going to destroy the world and the left thinks the radical right is going to destroy the world. Yeah. yeah. No, no, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Thinks they're going to destroy the world. Okay. How, how does, how does the left think that the right's going to destroy the world radically? And how does the right think the left's going to do it radically? Do you want to have that conversation? (laughs) I I mean, I think that'd be a fun presents. I feel like there's a few people who blocked me on social media who I'd love to have on the pod to talk about this. (laughs) Too bad you can't message him anymore. Yeah, that's true. But <laughs> I called one. Oh, we talked about that. That's like episode 12. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I mean, I think that like the the perception is that the radical left's ideas will lead to the crumbling of society and maybe people won't get, you know, well, I don't want to go there, but you know, the, um, the economic state it would put the nation in would uh-huh. cause many people to starve and die. You know, the, the falling apart of the family will lead lots of people into crime. And I'm not even, that's not even radical like perception. I think there are more radical things than what I'm saying, which is why I'm hesitating to get involved. Cause like I, you know, you know, yeah, I know. <laughs> Maybe that's my blind spot because okay, maybe I'm more, ra- I'm not, I've been radicalized quote unquote, but I'm not a radical. Do you get what I'm saying? 
sure, I'm further sure. I'm further left than I than I probably would have ever imagined at this point. Oh yeah. Yeah, you really believed in your politics before as well. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. The one side thinks it will destroy like the right thinks the left will destroy America by giving away too much money to people. And the left thinks that the right will destroy America by like becoming a religious theocracy and genociding. <laughs> no, I don't know, man. Like the radical don't right know. don't want trans people to exist. And some sects of the of the far right think that gay people should like I think you're going further right than you're going left. Okay. What's the furthest left possible? I, I, and see that's where I'm not like I, can, I don't know. We, but we can nail that's the thing. We can both nail down what's the furthest right. But we struggle nailing down what's the furthest left because there's not actually yeah. a comparable side to the furthest right. In a way that yeah. makes you sick to your stomach. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Well, they're not the same. One's, one's worse than the other. When we get to the radical ends. When we get when we get to where people actually exist in that close... Like, if there is a true center of of the average people, like the, 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 the bell curve, where that actual bell sits in common society... It's a, it's a nice place to be, and, and people actually aren't that bad. But how far it goes to one side and the other, those extreme ends, I'm saying one's a lot worse. I'm not saying that the left or the right are worse than each other, or better no, than you. each other. I hear you. But I'm saying that there's a point There's a point in the far, far ends where one looks really, really bad, and one's like, you're going to bankrupt us all. Yeah, I fundamentally don't believe that. Um, I'm just not feeling equipped to, um, you know articulate or or and maybe my belief needs to change i'm certainly open to that but i'm feeling my body is feeling frustration <laughs> I know. because i so disagree but i you know i can't articulate very well you know mm-hmm. because what i think i'm doing is pulling like if you're going too far right and not far enough left i'm i feel like i'm pulling the right back to where you're putting the left but i i mean push the left push the left that's what that's what i'm saying if yeah, you feel like but, I'm going too far for the right, but the where I'm going so far for the right is imaginable, let's push that left out. Yeah, I I, I, I guess I, don't like I guess men, white men in mine. chains, white men in chains castrated. I guess that's Probably, the farthest maybe, left. Maybe I mean, is that? I'm literally I just making think it up. So, uh, well, yeah, I don't know. And this is why I'm feeling frustrated because I I just don't feel like I can articulate what's yeah. in my head, and I don't. Like, I don't like, again, I don't like going half-baked on the mic, so. Listeners, why don't you tell us, what's, what are some no, far don't. left No, don't. Please don't. <laughs> some radical tell left us your policies? favorite form of ravioli. Don't tell us that. <laughs> <laughs> and that's the thing, too. If we were equipped fully for these conversations, it would be a political podcast, not the, the shooting the breeze, haha, fun times, sometimes touching on tear-jerking situations. Yeah. yeah. Well, you better fix this, because... Now my body is is sure, sure this to with turn the, it off. Share this with the radicals in your life. <laughs> but what I do love about talking politics, and maybe it doesn't come across that way in a podcast format, is that like, yeah, people are uncomfortable by politics sometimes. But like, what the the conversations at the at the party, at your party, we're able to 
not there, there is there is a comfortable level in which you ab- are able to talk politics without it going out the drains. We we do maybe maybe this is a further a firm example of this is that sometimes we focus too hard on the ends. Sure, sure. Where most of us are basically the same. Like maybe <laughs> almost everyone. Is maybe not maybe the the T's and the I's aren't crossed and dotted the way the other side wants. But in the average America, I think I think there's I think there's room for common ground. Yeah. And where there isn't, there should at least be civil conversation. <laughs> Amen. Amen. Um, so let's do a little introduction. We are working on getting some content together for our next presents episode. Um, Colton of McNaney racing and of being my little brother, um, won the first race of the season at his, um, you know, we are a sponsor of the race car, just as a reminder. Yep. And, um, we can't get sponsors, won- but we'll be sponsors. That's right. <laughs> we'll pay <laughs> if we can't get paid. Um, so he won the first race, and he's doing great. He's having a great season, and uh, we're going to have him on the podcast. So what I want is for you to tell me um, any questions you have for Colton. So this is like, imagine he is 23 or 22 right now. I think he turns 23 this year. Yeah, because he was born in 2000. I think you sent me a TikTok about, like, I don't believe people when they say they're born in 2000. <laughs> yeah, it's cheat code. It's too perfect. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he's one of those people. Um and so imagine a 23-year-old who regularly works on and races a race car on a dirt track. I would love to hear your questions. So tweet at us, at Welcome Back Wire. Tell us all about it. Thank you for joining us today at the at the table. Um, and don't forget to subscribe, rate us, review us, wherever you're listening. Send this episode to your radical friends, <laughs> those you're sharing uh, lasagna with and nachos. Uh, whoever, whomever, wh- whomsoever, whomsoever. Um, we'll catch you on the wire at Welcome Back Wire on all the social media platforms. So meet us there: Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, TikTok. Uh, contribute to the community. That's that's what we want. We want you to interact, yes. and we always respond. And, Please and interact. So um, if you have opinions about Mario's weird political takes or my weird ravioli takes, don't let me on. radicalize myself any further. Inter- interrupt true. interject someone has to save I'm too me sen- i'm too centrist to stop him so sensitive <laughs> <laughs> well you can find me online at chris mcnaney you can find me online at whole milk mar until next time we'll be right back we'll be right back Okay. We'll keep it. We'll keep it. We've put out worse. We've, I think we've put okay. out worse. <laughs> okay. I hate that you switch gears. When I say I have a lot of comment, a lot of content, that doesn't mean I want you to sit there and not interact, engage. I was interacting with. I was treating it like you were running the ship, and I was your. No. I was your. I was ready to to swap the poop deck. I was ready to go down and, and cook. I was. I'm the one legged guy. I'm not just gonna take over. That's boring. Oh, he does. He does take over. <laughs> he does. He does. But then, but then when I did, where do we go, Chris? Politics. It's well, that's <laughs> a good point. That's actually a good counterpoint.